Welcome, everybody, to THPS Podcast, episode number 35. Thank you for joining. Man, it's been a wild, crazy day. Lots going on in Tony Hawk land, as I'm sure everybody is quite aware of. Uh, I'd like to introduce at this time my co-host. Please welcome the amazing Freddie. Hey, guys. Good evening. Welcome to our panel discussion in some new territory for the Tony Hawk Podcast. Episode 35, we're halfway there, halfway to 69. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Halfway to 69. Yeah, right about, or just about. Hey, one quick announcement as we get started before we jump in and and introduce our our panel for tonight. Um, We would like to remind everybody that coming up, we have uh, next week, August 18th, Pretending I'm a Superman, the Tony Hawk video game story documentary drops on video on demand. You can check it out, thpsfilm.com. Uh, former podcast guest Ludwig Gurus, the director. Former podcast guest Dana McKenzie did this artwork that you're taking a look at right here. We're really excited about it. Reviews are coming in. People are loving this thing. So uh, please make sure and support this. It's supposed to be a really, really great documentary. So... With that, tonight's uh, episode uh, is going to be very, it's going to be a very different format from previous episodes. The idea is for us to have some primary questions, mainly used as talking points, and help guide and facilitate our conversation. Our panelists uh, encouraged to discuss each point at length and contribute to the points as they see fit. We'll let the conversation takes, take us where it will, uh, but once a talking point has been hashed through, we'll move along uh, to the next one in the interest of not going too far down any rabbit trail. Uh, we may take questions from Twitch chat throughout the episode as long as they are on topic and uh, the subjects are meaningful to the conversation. So with that, I would like to introduce our esteemed panel of guests here tonight. Uh, let's start it off uh, coming to you from the TLT clan. Everybody, please say hello to Mike. Mike, are you still there? He was having some mic problems. Mike was having yeah, some. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> <how> I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Hey, thank, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to do this with us tonight. Cheers. Yeah, Good awesome. Cool. Uh, second, we'd like to introduce at this time from the Sin Clan, Tyler Lasagna. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Tyler's been playing like ever since the demo release. His thumbs are probably bleeding at this point. Yeah, just about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we would like to welcome from the EX clan, Mr. Guy2K. Hey, Tony homies. I'm excited to be back. Let's get it. Yeah, I like it. I like the enthusiasm, Guy. Good stuff. Always. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and round it out now. And our final guest uh, coming to you up from the TLT clan, speedrunner extraordinaire, George 
Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for taking the time. We appreciate all you guys doing this. Uh, so we've got some, we're trying some new technology tonight. So we've got a couple of us uh, that are going to be sharing our screens uh, throughout this. And uh, we can take a look at that here. So uh, you're seeing Tyler playing right there. And the frame rate is probably going to chunk a little bit. I did not test this super well. So I apologize if the frame rate is really stuttery. So um, we'll try and make some adjustments as we go. <clears throat> All right. So let's start it off. If you want to maybe just pause somewhere, Tyler, um, I can also go to it as well. We're going to start out with our talking points and the first main area, first uh, point that we're going to that we're going to talk about is the visuals. So the visual appeal of this thing, um, we want to get into that a little bit and I'll jump around a little bit, too. But let's go to uh, let's start a session if we could, Tyler. And then let's just look at this thing and then let's let's talk first about what's the environment like. What do you guys think the environment's like? Would it? How's it? How's it uh, grab you there? What do you think of it? And anybody can jump in. I probably won't. I'll call you out if you're too quiet. But <laughs> <laughs> visual visuals of the environment. What do you guys think? I, I think it's pretty remarkable how how they brought a lot of life to a, a level that's been remade what like twenty times now. Uh, it doesn't look like it's the same old warehouse it looks it looks like it's for the year 2020 and definitely not for 1999 yeah yeah for sure yeah i'd agree the graphics are fantastic um even the little subtle things like the cones and the um the parking barriers that'll move when you hit them i mean the, the boxes if you remember the original challenge what was it like break the five boxes i mean those are in here too so I think they really hit everything on the head in here as far as subtleties. and Yeah, the graffiti looks great. All the graphics, definitely top-notch. I couldn't ask for more. Definitely, you talk about the level of detail that they had to go in to remaster every square inch of the warehouse. And Tyler's kind of looking at the, the roof there, the area that you never skate on, but still looks great from all angles. I don't think they've ever had a roof in the warehouse. I think it's always just been a, been a black void. The black void, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's interesting, the time of day choice as well. Um, and, yeah, I apologize, guys. It's a little chunky here on screen. Uh, so, yeah, all, uh, all of my plans are... Uh... <laughs> failing a little bit here but yeah the time of day is really cool i mean I, it's very interesting the aesthetic of it is so different than we've seen you know in previous games and the details like the cat outside and just how they really made everything look gritty like this was a you know a 60s or 70s abandoned warehouse that was actually used and converted into a skate park kind of thing so <clears throat> Any yeah, other... I think you hit that on the head. I actually didn't notice the cat until you were saying that. I was just looking out the window over here by that truck, and, and the cat <laughs> came running by. Yeah, yeah, that's Great. Wilson the cat. He's been dubbed. That's uh, that's what everybody's been calling him. <laughs> I mean, even um, I'm really impressed with. I mean, just like for an instance here, if you're to jump through the secret room above the half pipe, when you break that glass, like it disintegrates into shards. Like, I mean, I'm pretty impressed compared to 
past Tony Hawk's. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. The graphics graphic are killer. Absolutely. Oh, it's. I thought it was um, kind of cool that uh, previously, you know, we've, we've had light shining through the windows in the warehouse before, but now we actually get actual light and not, you know, some polygons that somebody would indicate that there, that there's actually light coming through. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <clears throat> All right. A lot of attention to detail here. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's definitely feels much much more modern in the sense of the environment is gorgeous. And of course, we're here to talk about just this particular warehouse demo. But if, you know, I'm sure all of us have seen you know some of the screen grabs and whatnot from some of the other levels. And I think we're going to be pretty well impressed with the environments across the board, across all levels. It really uh, breathes new life into them. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, if you can get this excited over the warehouse, wait until we unlock the other maps. Definitely. <laughs> Freddie, you want to take us into our next point there? Yeah, what does uh, everybody think about the skater models? Obviously, Tony Hawk is the only one we've seen so far. But if you go by the trailers, you can kind of analyze the other skaters as well. I, I think it's pretty cool that they, for for this demo anyway, they they went with the it looks like the Pro Skater Two Tony, like the alternate attire. I think it's a pretty good throwback to that kind of look. Oh, I didn't even notice modern. that. You're right. Yeah. Kind of just speaks for the the series as a whole, kind of going back to its roots, but adding a little bit more flair to it. There's been, yeah, sorry about the chunky uh, frame rate, everybody. It's dropping hard. <laughs> this was putting my computer to the test on this one, so <laughs> sorry about that. <clears throat> um, I'd say for me, I know that there's been some people that have said, like, I've heard some comparison, like the skater model that we've seen renders of for like Rodney Mullen almost looks like Alyssa Steamer. There's been a couple yuck yucks like that. And, and, uh, Riley has been another complaint, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think it looks good. And really, are we here for a super realistic skater model or are we here to play this thing? And it's, it's plays how we remember it, you know? Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I've, never exactly cared what the game actually looks like as long as it plays well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm with George on that one too. Um, yeah, the visuals are stunning, but um, yeah, it doesn't concern me, I guess, as much as the other stuff. Sure. So it sounds like the skater model kind of, it's it's fine. <laughs> it, it looks good. Purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That might be a good summary or way to say it. <clears throat> okay, let's get into some of the nitty-gritty here. This is going to be a big one. I think this will be a good topic of conversation here. Let's talk about trick animations. There's been lots uh, discussed with this. What do you guys think? How, how are the animations uh, uh, looking to you? But just to piggyback off that last point, I, sure. to me, it doesn't. they don't matter a whole lot. I think we'll get used to them either way. Um I think when watching the videos from YouTube initially, they yeah they didn't look ideal. But when you're playing it, it's like they they do look kind of cool. Um, but they do take a bit of getting used to. 
but like, yeah, I'm fine with them. I think they they're, they're good. Can you? I think, yeah, gone I, for a, I think they've gone for obviously the realistic look. So, you know, that's going to be a bit of a departure from what we're used to as like the pros. But I think it's fine. I think they look good. I'm actually a big fan of a couple tricks already. Um, the kickflip backflip looks awesome on this. Um, and the crail grind looks pretty cool too. I know that was a grind I used to use. I think it was on Pro Skater too. So it's cool to see that back in here as a special. Um, the only thing that I've noticed maybe as like not even a negative, just something I noticed was that if you do a trick out of Nolly, it just does the same flip, like the flip tricks. They um, do the same animation, like the 360 flip doesn't come out of a Nolly. Um, the kick flips yeah. and the heel flips will do like a back foot kick flip, like an actual Nolly flip. And um, like it's not a complaint, but you know, coming from somebody that like, spins tricks right in the improv community mm -hmm. i thought i was spinning my nolly 360 flips wrong every time like wow like, and then i was like oh no it's just the same animation whether you come off the front of the back of the board. yeah so i'm not sure if that's something maybe will be in the full game but it's just something i noticed i think that's going to be something that's going to be hard for the pros to get used to because i'm not sure it matters now which way you spin your tricks it's uh it's not going to have that look that we're used to um oh that's so a good point i hadn't thought of yeah hmm yeah, it's that's true, but some tricks at the see. same time do. Like, if you do a laser flip, the 360 um, burial heel flip, mm. it's still you still want to spin that like a front slide. Um, yeah, the, so the pop shove it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pop shove it. Um, nice to spin properly. But some of the others, as you're used to uh, spinning correctly, they, they don't seem to make a huge difference to how it looks, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Like, the hard flip and the um, 360 yeah. heel flip. Yeah. Is there so so Mike? You said you said that you felt like there's some that will take some getting used to. Do you mean that in the sense of it just looks different from like? I mean, obviously, let's just be honest. Pretty much all of us have been playing Thug Pro and playing it for a while. So that's the Tony Hawk. That's the Tony Hawk's yeah. Underground Two uh, animation set. Is that what you mean by it's going to take some getting used to, or did you mean something else? Yeah, I think like. It's built into our muscle memory so much to spin tricks correctly. Sure. It's just going to – we're used to, I guess, getting uh, positive reinforcement by spinning, spinning it correctly. But for some tricks, I don't think it matters. So that's just going to take a little bit of getting used to. But, yeah, again, I don't think it's uh, it's not it's a bad not thing. That. It's not only that. It's the, the whole timing issue too is that with the pro, the tricks have different timings, whether you can land them or not, if you can fit one in when you're in a combo. Yeah, yeah, in this, in this game, you can land a freaking south flip, like, off the ground. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I was just saying, too, the sack the sack tap, same thing. You can just mm, go around doing flat sack taps everywhere. And we don't even have stats yet. <laughs> right. I heard, I heard, I read a complaint, not a complaint, but I heard, I read a, a piece of feedback that it's really easy to pull the 900 now, which is one of Tony's default specials, where before it was very hard. If you didn't have, you know, enough height, it's it's pretty easy to hit it now. Right, but there, yeah. there's also the, the weird, like, opposite where you can't land, like, a, I couldn't land, for instance, I couldn't land a, a double back foot kickflip on flat. I kept failing on that. There's, like, some weird speed issues with some, like, special flip tricks where it takes too long compared to Thug 2. Sure. Whereas, I, I feel like the way you come into the, the transition of a ramp, too, is a lot 
more crucial in this. Like, you can come into the half pipe at a weird angle and totally lose all your speed and not be able to do an FS540. Whereas if you came in and kept your momentum, you could do an FS540 and a flip trick right now. So I've noticed that a lot. I've been bailing, kind of like catching the coping because I lost all my speed coming in. Right. Tyler, I think you did a frontside 540 to bonk on that on the main red rail in the middle earlier. Just you know, just kind of talking about this. You know, some stuff seems to be easier than you might think it would be otherwise. Yeah, I think the bonks definitely were a lot easier to do in this game than well, someone who can't really do them in Thug Pro like me. Like I, I'll, I can hit the, this rail pretty easily and just bonk. But um, yeah, I, th I mean, there's there's weird differences, but there's also a lot of similarities to playing this when you transition between this and thug pro where the speed is similar and the flow feels a little similar but there are a lot of tricky nuances to kind of keep in mind sure hmm. can i just say i'm so glad there's bonks in this game though that's awesome <laughs> no, no, everybody's been a fan of that for sure <laughs> yep. yeah there's a couple there's a couple of uh, little tech thing you know techie type things that uh might satisfy the improv crowd which i didn't think we're going to be in this which is a nice surprise for sure yeah, for sure. Even just um, if you jump off the rail in the corner and wall plant in the corner and wall ride immediately after, like you can get some good air still doing that. Ah. So I'm glad they didn't totally like nerf the physics, you know? Right. The other thing that I, I'm seeing some experimentation with already, too, is the quick turns. And practicing quick turns in weird spots seems to create some weird behaviors, which I, 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 I think it was Boxer was playing with some of that and putting some clips together on that earlier, just screwing with, with quick turns and what could you make it do. So it'd be interesting to see what lines start coming out of that, you know, as we go. <clears throat> Especially yeah. with this community, give it a few days. I'm sure it'll be some, some pretty wild stuff coming out. Yeah, no doubt. I, I already saw PTC do some weird, like drop down shit with the the half pipe, where he just launched himself, like right. he dropped down on, onto the the kicker and just launched himself over the half pipe. I, I couldn't even think of that. Nice. It's only day one. How can I? Can I just say? How about Prevy, 104 million with yeah. no stats? Uh, day one. No stats and four specials. That yeah. guy is an animal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no doubt. I haven't watched a video start to finish yet. I haven't had time. It's been, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I've been online on streams all day, so. <laughs> it's, it's very impressive. I couldn't believe his line like an hour into the game being out. He's yeah. doing like a quick wall ride to 900 over the secret room. He's yeah. the man. Is crazy stuff. I love it. Um, back on the, um, the trick animations, though. Yeah. Um, other, you know, the main thing really is to me really is the nolly double flip for the 360 flip, not behaving like we're used to. Um, that was actually a special case because that was the only flip trick that was a double tap that behaved that way. Well, no, double double kick flip and double heel flip maybe did too, but. Um, not a whole lot of actual special cases where dolly flips actually behaved like like that when you did double double taps. So, in a way, I kind of wish it was how we how it was was normally, but um, yeah, I never noticed that. I mean, kind of just for the sake of animation too. I mean, once you notice it, it does kind of look right. Like if you're doing a nose manual and then doing impossible. Like, you see him kind of just, all of a sudden, he's going off the back foot. 
I mean, right, it's, yeah. it's not it, a big deal. It, it looks, one, it looks weird. Two. Yeah, it's it's uh it's different. It, it's weird. It's like I've watched it so much today. Now I'm almost used to it. Like I feel like if I was to play Thug Pro right now, I'd be like, "Whoa, what is this?" <laughs> you know, because <clears throat> he's seen so much today. I feel like you know there are going to be people who criticize the game over this sort of you know fine detail because you know they're going to be looking for the you know the real skateboarding stuff. And there's definitely negative people that'll look for anything wrong. Like, by all means, it's not a make or break or anything. If anything, it's one of just a couple things that I noticed that. Yeah, it certainly is. From what I'm hearing from you guys, no, none of you feel like anything that you're seeing in the trick animations. We'll get into some of the other gameplay pieces here in a minute, but none of the trick animation stuff is enough to make you go, "Oh my gosh, that's horrible!" Literally unplayable game because of this anim. You know what I mean? Because once again, yeah, the animations are certainly nice, but it, it, it I don't feel like for any of us, it's going to be the thing that's going to make or break whether or not it's an enjoyable game for us. No, no, the I'll take the new good. kickflip backflip animation any day. <laughs> Throw that thing sideways. Just, yeah. just seeing how smoothly the game feels and how fast it is compared to previous attempts, it's yeah, that nothing small like that's really gonna make or break. Yeah. So we wanna get everybody's thoughts on the, the overall user interface. And then we have a few bullet points to talk about underneath this. First of which is, how does everybody feel about the balance meters? Uh, I feel like they're... Maybe it's just the stats, but I, I, I'm having trouble with them. They seem yeah, like I think really it definitely has to do with the stats. Are we talking about the vis just the visuals, or uh, how hard it is to balance, or...? I'm t we're, we're right now we're still just talking about the visuals I mean so yeah. let's take for example like in Proving Ground they tried to change the balance meters to kind of the side thing if you guys played Proving Ground they had like this thing this seems more of kind of more of the traditional balance meter stuff that we're used to seeing do you guys like it seem fine um I'm just watching this stream now it looks really good like it's a really bright color uh in saying that I think Slim made a good point in the discord channel um, he had a screenshot where it kind of blended into the background a bit and he made a point about how it could be like the contrast could be improved. So in that screenshot, definitely. But like from what I'm watching now, it looks really good and um, you should be able to see it just in your peripheral vision as well. So um, yeah, it look, looks good to me other than that screenshot that Slim posted in the Discord. Uh, to me, it feels familiar. It, it's exactly what I would expect. It's not obtrusive. It doesn't get in my way in the line of you know where I view you know when I'm playing, and so I think it's I think it's fine. It's it's exactly what I'm used to. I think it has the nice retro look to it too, like for the remake of Pro Skater One and Two. Right, I think it fits it pretty well, and I do like how the. Um... The actual arrow on it is what, like a baby blue? It's a good contrast to the orange. I don't know if we're going to be able to customize it or whatever, but if this is what you're working with, it's definitely going to work well. Yeah, I'm a fan of the color scheme. Uh, no, I have no problems whatsoever with the meters as they are now, but just saying, when once we see some levels with outdoor lighting like Venice or Downhill Jam, it might blend into the background a little bit. 
Oh, that's a good thought. I didn't think about that. Yeah, true. We are we're playing in a musty old warehouse. It sticks out. <laughs> yeah, because some of those levels that we've seen, yeah, definitely like Venice for sure. In that kind of uh, ambient light kind of thing, might might be a little bit harder to see, but we'll see how that works. I think it's hard. I think it's hard to you know we're we're so spoiled with the customization options in Thug Pro. Where you know, I mean. You can basically create your own HUD. <laughs> you you kind of almost want that, but I don't think this is enough to even you know beleaguer the point too much longer. Um, what do you guys think about the What do you guys think about the rest of the heads up display stuff? Like we've got the you know the stance in the upper right hand corner. We've got the special meter, which I've heard some I've heard some uh, thoughts about that. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, the score. What do you guys think about all of that kind of stuff? I love everything. I think the fonts look great. The only thing is maybe the special doesn't need the flash. Every once you have it, it's flashing kind of like a siren in the corner. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's that. Everything looks awesome. Yeah, maybe a little too noisy. Yeah, maybe if it was just a solid glow or flashed once or something. Yeah, I don't think it's pulsed so much that it uh, leaked out into the rest of the frame before. What about overtime? <laughs> That's one of the comments in chat. Does that bother? I actually thought that was going to bother me, and it really doesn't. It's really prominent, <laughs> but what do you guys think? Overtime. Is, is after zero always been called overtime, or is that a new thing? That's I've a new thing. That. It's new. I've never oh, seen right. it. <laughs> I don't mind it so much. Um, I just kind of wish instead of they would maybe count up from how long you've been going. Oh, that's or a they, good thought. Or they, could ha or they could have it, you know, next to the overtime or something. It's, because, it's... you know, we're going we're gonna to go, you know, minutes after, so it'd be cool to just know how long you've been going. That's actually a I really think... good idea. Go ahead, Freddie. Sorry. I know. I think the trick string is pretty much perfect. It's very reminiscent of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. And, um, uh, I noted earlier on the THPSX stream that the sound effect that the last 10 second countdown with the heartbeat would be perfect if they end up putting King of the Hill in this game. Yeah, that's true. That'd be really <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> you can't not have King of the Hill. In case you didn't need any more pressure when you have the crown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's based on distance or something, and the closer you get, the harder it goes, right? <laughs> that would make it even more stressful. Yeah, I love it. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, I think we pretty well covered it. I think it's okay. I will say the only thing, and this is just silly. This is just because I work in design and stuff. The, the font reminds me of HD for some reason, which leaves a bad taste in my mouth, but it's fine. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, oh, gosh, it kind of looks like HD. And it's a different font, but I don't know why. It just made me think of that. But, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, you see your specials highlighted in the trick string. You see the gaps highlighted with the blue, the yellow, you know, all of that, all the familiar stuff. I think it's fine. I agree the special's a little bit obtrusive, but um, I, I, think, I think they did fine with it. Should we talk about the menus a little bit, Freddie? 
Yes. Uh, regarding the menus, uh, what, did, what does everybody think about all the options available to you in the start menu? It's a lot. Like, there's a lot of options, and I'm excited to see what they actually do because you can't really do much. But I think, um, well, the start, the, the options menu anyway, there's, there's like a lot of display stuff, which is really cool to see for a Tony Hawk game. A lot of customization there. But I don't like the name of game mods. I think that's a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> I think cheats would be just the, the way to do it. Just keep it cheats. Um, I stopped streaming because I was trying to help with the chonking. But if we go to the main start menu, you know, where you can edit your skater and everything else, it feels familiar. I think the only thing that I found was there was a li- it was a little bit hard to see. Um, it was a little bit hard to remember where certain things were. And I don't know why that was. Like, I kept looking for the default, or uh, I kept looking for the legacy controls. And that's under, what did you just say? It's the game mods or whatever. And it took me a while to kind of get familiar with that. Um, But as for look, I think it looks really good. I mean, you know, the UI looks fine. It's intuitive. You know, you're using your triggers. You're using your bumpers. You're using all that stuff to kind of navigate around. Looks good. I kind of like the throwback to select skater on the right. That's somebody posted a screenshot this week of, of the, I think it was the Tony Hawk one um, menus. And this looks very similar. It's kind of a throwback. It looks good. Yeah. Starting up uh, when you boot up the game and your cast is right there on the main menu. It's, it's even reminiscent of thug one. Yeah. And, um, like you said on that main menu, it even has, you know, when you look at the top, the skater, skate shop, challenges. I'm really curious to see what the challenges are. Maybe we're going to have Thug One style things, you know, grind 20 seconds and maybe get money towards buying stats. Yeah, for Pretty sure. Sweet. It, it will like be happening. interesting to see what the gameplay elements of it are. Obviously, we get a taste of it here just with the single session, but uh, obviously... Um, we're all curious what's it going to be. You know, I'm sure they're going to have the standard stuff, but, you know, um, we'll get into that a little bit here. All right. I think that covers us on the on the uh, first talking point of visuals. Let's go ahead and move to sounds if we want to talk about that a little bit, Freddie. Um, and let me see if I can get the sounds going here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's talking about game sounds, you know, that's been one of the – hot topics ever since the demo came out is the constant cheering from Tony Hawk. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that one will have its ogle in the first patch if it's not already. <laughs> not already in the work for the, for the final build. Yeah, I got the sound for that for us here a little bit now, and yeah, I think that definitely has been the uh, number one, <laughs> I guess, uh, fun pokes at the game is the excessive woos and hollers and all of that. <laughs> just having so much fun. Come on. Yeah, exactly. It kind of makes me curious of what the other skaters sound like, like Chad Musco or Rodney Mullen. <laughs> Yeah, a deeper voice skater for sure. Chad Musk is just like, bro! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is Bam, in the, 
Is Bam in the game? Uh, no. Funnily enough, he's not even in the on the poster for Underground 2. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a screenshot of the, I think it's common knowledge that the hangar level is uh, kind of a uh, Neversoft uh, museum with posters of the other games, and the Underground 2, can, by, conspicuous by his absence, Bam is not shown on that poster, and he's clearly on the cover, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you guys think about the trick sounds? Uh, the ollie sounds, grind sounds, uh, all of that kind of stuff. The specials, all of the stuff that we're used to. Way better than what it was before when we saw first soft footage of it, where every double tap was the special sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, but I, I kind of like the swishing sound of the board. That's kind of that's a feature. Yeah. Is it just me, or did the ollie sound change based on the type of material you're on? That's one thing I noticed. Like, the ollie sound sounds different on the concrete than it does on the wood. Or yeah, is it if, if you're in the middle of the half pipe, you can hear the metallic uh, metal. So I think that's a little bit more attention to detail there. You know, the grinds, of course, sound... I think they've always done a pretty good job of making sure the grinds sound appropriate to the environment. I mean, we're not grinding every type of material here we don't see chains or you know some of the other stuff you'd see but or uh wires always the electrical sound when you grind the wires right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just pretty good variety of um of sounds and materials i'm sure you know under engine is really doing its job here yeah, even if you're going the puddle by the kicker ramps, you hear it kind yeah. of like, like plunge a little bit, you know, going into the water. Oh yeah, that's nice. I didn't notice that. That's nice and subtle. That's great. I like the, the new grind sounds too. They're not kind of. I might get killed here, but I didn't really like the thug sounds where it was kind of just always a constant grinding kind of. Gross metal sound. <laughs> yeah, just this really one like second loop, just on repeat. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly. I, I really like different sounds here in this game, where it's more not so loud or intrusive. What do yeah, you guys think about the uh, the more atmospheric ambient sounds? Like, for instance, you have that kitten on the outside of the level, the monkey? or uh, <laughs> Wilson the. Wilson the cat. Um, if you remember in the first game, on uh, the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, there was like uh, leaking water sounds in the warehouse. Um, has anybody noticed anything like that here? Well, speaking to the the ambient sounds, when it's cool to notice that if you have the soundtrack on, it kind of has like that reverb to it. It makes it sound like it's actually coming from the warehouse. So I think that's a pretty cool touch, too. Oh, I didn't notice that. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I don't think I've stopped gameplay enough to really pay attention to too much of the ambient sounds. I heard the cat meow, but other than that... There's actually a um, bird that's in the warehouse you can hear flapping around. Oh, cool. There's several birds, actually. Oh, yeah. I've never noticed that. You know what, now, um, 
that you said to stop him, I never noticed this. If you actually stop holding down on the directional, and when he um, kicks the tail of the skateboard, you hear it like pop and almost echo in the warehouse. I mean, yeah, I haven't played it enough to really look into subtle stuff like that, but it sounds awesome. Thought of everything. Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of little ambient noises going on. Um, you know, sparks hum from fluorescent lighting. You know, everything's living and breathing. Yeah, there's some good attention to detail here. Um, that's really good. Uh, so let's talk about the music then. Uh, four songs from the soundtrack. Are any of you guys big soundtrack fans? I mean, were you stoked to, uh, you know, hear some of these songs again, some of these throwbacks? There's one new song that wasn't on the originals. Or are you guys like, ah, Spotify playlist? Nah, I'm pumped to hear the Goldfinger because, I mean, <laughs> when I think of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 when I had started playing Pro Skaters on N64, that was kind of always the song that would end up looping, and I think it always stuck out to me, so I, was, I think it was the first song that came out when I put this on. I was like, oh, alright, then I'm messing around. Yeah, that was, that's what I was going to say. It was definitely Superman for the 300th time that, that got me. <laughs> Yeah, to me, I, I like the soundtrack, and I, I was a fan of the soundtracks on the first probably two games, maybe three, but after the repetition of it, you know, with the some of the smaller soundtracks that we saw in those games, you just got to the where it's like, okay, this has been played to death. <laughs> and, of course, every time, I mean, I don't think anybody can that's played this series cannot hear Superman and not think of the series. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm The soundtrack has never been a huge selling point for me. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool that they got rights back. But beyond that, that's that's about the extent of my um, – about as much as I care about the soundtracks for me. Come on, dude. You don't like getting hyped when you hear flavor flavor? <laughs> <laughs> I have other music, and like I said, now we have the technology to, like, oh, I just create my own Spotify playlist for my Tony Hawk playing and, and create my own soundtrack. So that's just how I am, but I know I know uh, uh, there's a lot of people that really care about the soundtrack. So It's not a make or break for me, but I'll definitely check out the new songs that they added and. For me, you know, Primus never gets old. Nice. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into the meat of this thing now. Let's go ahead and start talking about some of the gameplay stuff. Let's uh, hit him with that, Freddy. So how's everybody like the feel of the gameplay? I hate it. Never play it. <laughs> I think it's fast and responsive, which is really important. I think that's the one thing that they never seem to get right, and then they got it right. And so long as it's fast and responsive, I say it's pretty good. I'd say for me, the I, when I first played it this morning after I downloaded it at 8 o'clock my time um, it was a little odd at first but after playing it for even just a short amount of time 
I was like, yeah, this feels right. And that's so hard to quantify exactly what that means. And we'll unpack this a little bit more. But just I think there's a certain thing, and you hit, you've heard it over and over and over. Does it feel right? Does it feel like what I'm used to? Does it feel, you know, comfortable, familiar, all of those types of adjectives? And in my opinion, yeah, it feels it feels right. And you got to remember, too, we're all used to Thug Pro for the most part, and this isn't going to be Thug Pro. It's a remaster of the first two games, and fortunately they added stuff like reverts and wall plants, you know, to kind of give us a little bit more to work with here. So I think it's exactly what I would expect a good remake to feel like, if that makes sense. Totally. Because you kind of don't really know what to expect, right? So, I mean, I really couldn't be happier with how they did it. Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of the responsiveness from everything from the controller inputs to the animations as they come out on the screen during your combo. Um, you know, in my head, going into going into it, I was always comparing it to the first two games and also Thug Pro since that's the most uh, active game that everybody plays. But then I started to think about, this really feels like Tony Hawk 4 responsiveness, like um, especially with the, the way the drop-downs work. Yeah, I would agree entirely, is that it's more of a Tony Hawk 4 feel. As, as someone looking for kind of that actual 1 and 2 remake kind of feeling, I don't think it nails it. I mean, we're talk it's it's a modern Tony Hawk game, you know, kind of, you know, kind of that bridge between 4 and maybe Underground and it's just, you know, it doesn't it doesn't nail the feeling of one and two. It nails the feeling of you know four, and you know if that's what you're looking for, you know, more power to you. But not quite. Probably what I'm looking for is in terms of, you know, a remake of one and two. George, have you played have you played it with the legacy controls yet? I haven't. I'd just be curious your review when you play it with the one uh, controls and then the two controls where it omits, you know, it's it's got the mechanics from those games precisely. Because I was talking to another, you know, kind of, uh, there's some people that I would almost call purists, and they, they don't like the new mechanics, um, the newer mechanics. And I know you're not saying that you don't, you're just saying that for a remake, it's, it's not quite what you're thinking. But... But uh, when I played it with the one and two controls, it definitely it was faster, but it, it captured it more closely just by changing the controls. So now what's the difference with the controls? Are you not going to have reverts? Correct. And whatnot? So oh, like, okay. So yeah, so when you, change the, when you change the control set to so the Tony Hawk 1 control set, you have no wall plants. You have no wall rides. You have no manuals. You have no reverts, just like it would have been in one. Oh, you have wall rides. Oh, okay. Now, um, it doesn't change the physics of the game, right? It's no. just your controls. Correct. Okay. Well, yep. I think that's the thing, too, with, with what George says, that I think people might have been expecting an actual 1 and 2 remake, not a modernized 1 and 2 kind of all-in-one compilation. If it was an actual kind of 1 and 2 remake, it wouldn't obviously wouldn't have these mechanics, and it would probably be far more closer to the physics of 1 and 2 and not so fast like we're seeing today. Yeah. 
it's, it's I feel really... like also that maybe they're trying, you know, they included these things that have more replay value too, because yeah, one yeah. and two are a little bit more limited. I mean, if you're not going to have reverts in here, it definitely would restrict as points, you know, obviously. Yeah, maybe they're trying to reach like a sweet spot with between, you know, an actual remake and then appealing to a more replayable game. Because so, I know me personally, if they didn't have Reaver in here and Wallplant's just kind of a bonus, but it I mean, I don't know if I would play it as much. There's a lot more possibilities now with these mechanics in here. Yeah, same. When you said it's a Tony Hawk one and two, do you Oh, sorry, when you set the controls to Tony Hawk 1, or if, if that's an option, does it take the balance meters away? Like, as per no. Tony Hawk 1? No, okay. Oh, uh, that's a good question. You can turn off your balance meters uh, separately, I'm pretty sure. Um, but okay. interestingly, you lose access to double tap flips and grabs. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. If you yeah. turn off balance meters, or just um, classic controls? Classic, yeah, classic okay. type game mode. Yeah, it's a well, and even in chat here, Crad's saying that the move set on um, it's heavier if if you go with the Tony Hawk Two um, control scheme. Uh, the physics feel heavier, which I didn't play it long enough to really notice. Oh, you probably won't be able to do half of these tricks on Flatland, like we were talking about the sack tap earlier, and I think somebody said like the kickflip back. Yeah, it's very it's bizarre. I actually would be interested to play with it more. It's in game mods. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It does feel more similar. You know, it does feel more similar after turning this on. Um, but it's still, you know, it's not quite not quite there, you know, from what I'm used to. Sure. Yeah, I'll be really cur- curious that, so, like, one of the, one of the, people that sent me a message about the game was Slateman, former guest. He's a purist. He hated 3. <laughs> hated 3. Um, and so when he first saw this game, he, he expressed that he was disappointed in you know all the new mechanics because he's like, this isn't a true you know remake of the game. Um, and then when he saw that there was legacy controls, he was stoked. Like, specifically sent me a message and said, Oh, they've got this. Forget everything I said. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting that, you know, that was going to make it or break it for him. And I guess it makes sense because, yeah, if that, to your point, George, if that's what you're looking for and this, you know, wants to stay true, well, then that should be in there. That's awesome that they have a toggle for that. that they already thought of catering to, you know, the purists and the people that want more capabilities. Yeah, I love it. Uh, all right, let's talk about the mechanics then. Let's get into a few of these. Uh, how the grinds feel? You got the you got the grind specials that you want. I know there was we just talked about there was some. I know that there's been some discussion on double tap grinds behaving a little bit differently. How the gr- grinds behaving for you in mechanics? Um, I noticed um, when you shuffle the the quarter pipe at the back. If you shuffle that, you get penalized, which. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, um, the penalty is, is there in full effect. Yep. I think it was like that in Tony Hawk 3 and 4, maybe. Um, and it was removed for Thug Pro, potentially. But yeah, I think that's a good thing, that the, the penalty's there. Now, what penalty um, are you talking about? So, if 
that that long grind on the back quarter pipe, if you shuffle it around a corner just by holding grind and like mashing Ollie, it, you'll actually bail within like three three or four shuffles. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, I also noticed you can't um, grind a rail Ollie and then grind the same rail again without getting penalized, which I think it's not like that in Thug Pro, but I think that's a another positive. Uh, I don't think you should be able to do that without being penalized. Um, the deal the deal in Thug Pro is if there's like any any like vertex change at all, like yeah. the, the you don't get penalized. But if it's a straight line you do get penalized for grinding it again. Huh. Yep. Um, I also noticed that the grinds were it was hard to keep a combo with the grind just from the grind balance, which I think it's kind of good. I think it's good to make the combos a little shorter. So I was I thought that was a good decision as well. It seems like the the balance on the grinds is a little harder than normal. Um, yeah, I think that were the three main things I noticed with the grinding. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's actually, um, it's L2 and R2 both do drop downs. So I'm kind of yeah. yeah, one to the left, one to the right. It takes yeah, a little getting used to. Well, I'm used to doing a lot of pressure flips, so I've been constantly like ending my combos on quarter pipes. I'll accidentally go to do a pressure flip out of habit, and it drops me down. So it was like that in Tony Hawk Four, right, where you had two drop down buttons. Uh, no. No, uh, Was there a game where you had two drop-down buttons? I think Keisuke's 1.3 mod in, ah. of Tony Hawk 3 had left drop-downs with on L2. Okay. I thought there was a game with it, but either way, I think that's... I like it. I like that. Because uh, uh, sometimes I felt like there was an issue when you only had the one... Because sometimes if you're on a QP, you, you might want to drop down or um, like revert down. So you didn't have that option because you only had the one button. So for that reason, I think this is good. Some controversy on the two drop-down buttons. Chat is saying that in Tony Hawk 4 PS2, there was two drop-down buttons. Yeah. So if, you, if you're grinding a quarter pipe and you hit L2, you'll, you'll roll down the quarter pipe. And there were some glitchy situations where you could do, like, uh, drop-down launches off of certain ledges with L2 as well. But it, um, R2 was definitely the, the most non-glitchy drop-down button. But they both worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think, if, yeah, again, if you're on a QP, uh, sorry, a quarter pipe, you want to be able to either drop down into a manual on top of it, or you want to be able to revert down into the quarter pipe. And the only way to be able to do that, I guess, is to have two buttons. Or else I think there might have been a game where you press drop down and the direction to get it how you want it to go. Like Pro, you pre- you hold left and press R2. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. God, I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We're learning all kinds of nuances of, of trick controls here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the grind into the wall turning into a wall ride? That uh, it's it's perfect. Don't change it. Keep it that way. All all rails that go into the wall should be that way. That's that's how it was in Tony Hawk One, right? Yeah. 
Is yeah. it? Okay. I wasn't sure where yeah. that came from because I just – it's been forever since I played one, and I'm like, this is odd. You have to actually yeah. hold, hold triangle for it to be on a wall ride, but it, right. yeah, the rails, the rail, the way it works is that the, the, the physics yeah, don't do it. The, the rails are just flayed out. Right. That's exactly how it was. Wall ride. Yeah, I'm not sure it's if that cool. was the intention in Tony Hawk One, but I, it was like, yeah, I liked it. They, I remember the the old Tony Hawk One guys. They would grind the whole back quarter pipe and then end with a with a FS540, I think, Makes um, just by holding clip or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like remember they would grind the whole quarter pipe and then hit that end wall and do the wall ride to the ledge that the boxes uh, are on top. Yeah. And then they yeah. would wall ride off that and end. I always thought that was so crazy. That's comboing yeah, that without manuals, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I love some of those techniques. Those old techniques are just mind blowing. You're like, I would have never thought of that. That's crazy. <clears throat> now, you guys are right, though. That's perfect how the grind right to a wall the wall right is. I didn't even notice it until we started talking about it. It is on point. I don't remember. The I only like thing, I wish you could control which direction you would wall right off. That's the only thing that it doesn't seem like it, there's a way to toggle it with, you know, hitting direction or whatever once you grind off of it. Yeah, it's just entirely dependent on the way that the rails are kinked out at the end. Right. <clears throat> What is everybody's thoughts about the grab move animations? They look fine to me. Yeah, I like good. I think they all look good. Any the behaviors rocket. with grabs that, that bother you? Everything feel good? Everything looking right on the grabs? I especially love the air walk. Like, I think that's my favorite grab. It's definitely not over-exaggerated like some people say. Yeah, the method looks really good too, like proportionate to his body with the board. It, I think the grabs all look great. <laughs> the the only thing that I can say about grabs is like on certain moves, like Japan Air, when when you pull off, when you press the input for the grab, the animation stays on longer than when you let the button go. You'll still land the move no matter what, but the animation stays as for as long as it can possibly go before you land. I'll see that to your point, Freddie. I have noticed some grabs and some tricks. You don't fully finish the animation and you still land it, which is kind of seems odd. I think that's always existed, but there's a cut. And I, I can't think of one off the top of my head that I did earlier where I was like, yeah, you wouldn't have landed that. <laughs> you were totally sideways, but you landed it anyway. <laughs> Freddie, that's a good eye, though. I didn't notice that. Unless you do another trick, he's just going to hold that grab till the last second, and you even get more points for it. Uh, how about flip tricks? The animations are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I kind of like them. Yeah. They're interesting, yeah. I, I, I kind of like them. It's just going to take getting used to uh, spinning them. There, there might be a new correct way to spin them. But, um, yeah, they look they look fine. Yeah, it's everything I'm used to in regards to flip tricks. I don't see anything here. I think what in, in some of the older games, especially the Robomoto titles, it always felt like they... 
made they like had too much emphasis on the animation if that makes sense and so like the skater's feet were so far above the board and that's almost what attributed to what i would say made him feel kind of floaty and i know one and two were considered super floaty but in this case it was like really floaty but then now this feels more grounded in regards to flip tricks i don't know that might just be me but that was kind of what i noticed I think for us, we're coming from a game where the flip trick, the flip tricks aren't, they're probably not realistic at all. So it, it's hard to complain. Like I'm, you know, you see the flip tricks, the flip tricks now, and I think they're, you know, based in reality, they look different. But I think if you're going for reality, then I'm, I'm assuming they're correct. Um, it's interesting to know how they should actually look. So yeah, you're right, Mike. Too, we're used to playing like a what, 15-year-old game, too, so it's... Yeah. They're definitely not going to have the same animation. Yeah. So, what does everybody think about the how the reverts work in this game? Far better than Robomoto. They're more responsive. It feels like you're actually doing a revert rather than taking a guess whether you're going to land in a revert. Is that something you notice in the RoboMotors, and was it the same in HD and 5 for you, Tyler, where you would execute, you'd hit your your uh, your revert button, and it just was kind of, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't? Unpack that a little bit. Yeah, it kind of, like, when you played Pro Skater 5 or HD, when you did a revert, it kind of felt like its own trick where you don't know if you can continue your combo or not. It's really hard to explain unless you're playing it. But, like, you do the revert, and it would be a 50-50, like, guess if you're going to actually continue your combo. But this game, it has, like, a smooth transition to a revert where, you know, I don't know how else to explain it other than it just feels right. Sure. Uh, I didn't really... Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't really... I didn't get into doing more than like a few reverts, but apparently there's a limit on how many you can do. Yeah. Yeah. There's a penalization. Uh, what was it? Four max without completely losing your speed. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I think that's fair. And that was a thing, uh, once upon a time. Yeah. They tried to limit them in Tony Hawk three, but, um, we managed to, Invent the revert, Ollie. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm happy we don't have those lines where we're just uh, those San Francisco type lines or the shipyard lines where we can just <laughs> go infinitely up and down. So I think that's good that they've addressed that. I agree. I think they should be penalized. I don't think you should be able to revert forever. Yeah, and even though, like, I guess realistically speaking, you, you could do it. Like, if you can do one, why can't you do them infinitely? But in terms of, like, making sure that like high scores are not ugly, I definitely think that's a good thing. Yeah, that's definitely a game-breaking thing if you can just infinitely revert back and forth. I'm a big fan of how uh, if you're grinding a quarter pipe, either, either way you're grinding it and you press R2 or L2, the revert's very responsive when you roll down the quarter pipe and you can yeah. just continue your combo. Yeah, I found that too. I found them. I found the reverts. They worked really good, like out of the box. I, I had no issue. 
Yeah, they feel right to me, too. Uh, I think they've nailed it with the reverts. Uh, wall plants, mechanic that definitely wasn't in one and two. Uh, we didn't see it until later. What do you guys think? Interesting. I think it looks good. I'm just kind of confused why it's just X if everything else. I'm, like, not complaining about it. Just every other control is kind of right on point, but wall plants were always down X, you know? Also, oh, the... Has the control changed for it? Yeah, it used to be. That's that kind of, to guy's point. It used to be down X, I believe, was default. Now it's just X. All uh, right. Yep. Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> what did you say, Tyler? I still hit down X by habit. I mean, it still executes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it still works. That's what I've been doing the whole time. It it I I'm not gonna state where I heard, where I heard this or if it's fact, but it is rumored that it's it will be uh, bindable um, in the full game, and so you should be able to bind it to down X if that's what you're familiar with. But again, don't quote me on that. That's that's pure rumor and hearsay, and I'm trying not to get into too much of that, uh, but I can't confirm or deny. But that's what that's what is rumored. Those those dropping big rumors. <laughs> Pipe strain. Can we do Ollie storage with, with so, plants in the final game? No. <laughs> there, there was a bit of confusion initially because, for whatever reason, the Activision blog said the input for wall plant was up, up, X. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I think they just meant literally like bonelessing on the wall, just <laughs> as far as animation-wise. But I know I was one person like, what? Like, wall plant's up, up, X. I got boneless nervous. wall plant. <laughs> it's a new tech. It's a boneless wall plant. <clears throat> yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is a big uh, suggestion that Crad had was that the because of the angle of the new wall plant, it sort of messes up your wall rides sometimes, where if you jump to the side and you want a wall ride, you'll wall plant instead. There's really no control with the wall plan. It's just kind of like a, a straight shoot. There's no angle. I think we mentioned that earlier. It's just kind of it's, yeah, it's that, straightforward. The angles are very tight. That you can't you can't get the kind of thug one angles that I know some some people might be used to and might prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's jumping ahead a little bit, which is totally fine. Wall plants and wallies, that. Out of everything in the game, mechanics-wise, for me, the the tight window on the wall ride is is rough <laughs> for me. I'm used to being able to, you know, I'm so used to being able to hit that wall ride from pretty much any angle that I want to, like almost when you're just perpendicular to the wall. That, that's been the only thing that I was like, wow, this is really tough to adapt to, but I'm like, I'm willing to adapt to it. It's not enough for me to go, ah, this is terrible, I'm not playing this game. It just takes some getting used to. Now, didn't you used to bail when you tried to make an angle to wall ride like that on Pro Skater 1 and 2? Yeah. You just like a, if, yeah you, if, if you if you jump into a wall and an, if, you're, if your the rail runs perpendicular to the, to the wall, you jump at the wall trying to wall ride it, you bail. Interesting. 
I don't even remember. Like I said, it's I meant to play one and two ahead of this podcast. You know the original games, and I just didn't get to it. Uh, I, I think that's that's a good feature that was left out because <laughs> that in Prosecutor Two, where you just bail at walls like that. Same with the big drop. I don't know if you have that in your talking points, but I'm really glad that's not in here. <laughs> that was on what Pro Skater Two, right? You'd have yeah. to what hold Ollie coming down from a big drop. Yeah, we'll pray. It was in it was in uh, HD as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, good on you guys. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> See where that goes. Yeah, big drop. Yeah, I don't miss that either. A dumb mechanic. <laughs> you guys feel like uh, acid drops add a lot to the gameplay here? That's yeah. I think it's really cool how how it works in this game. Like, they have the difference between acid drops and acid acid bombs. I think we determined it was, like, a, a height thing. Oh, they don't yeah. Do, they, don't, they don't give you, like, a bunch of speed, though, like they do in other Tony Hawk games. But I like that you can pretty much do them anywhere. I've never yeah. used the mechanic that much myself uh, for acid drop. I mean, I played with it just to, you know, make sure it worked, and I'm like could I see myself putting this in my combos a lot? And it's just not one that's ever really been on my radar, but it seems to work well and it's fine. Yeah, it definitely feels responsive and clean. Um, even if you were to do a wall ride or like I was talking about earlier, wall plant in a corner to a wall ride and get a lot of air and you acid drop out of that and you get a good amount of speed coming out of it. Yeah. I haven't had any glitches where, um, you know how sometimes you could case like a ledge aciding in? I think that was on the older undergrounds. I haven't had anything like that happen. So definitely mm -hmm. working well. So how's everybody doing with the ability to uh, taking all these features and stringing your combos together? How easy do you feel it is to combo? It's scary. Is it too easy? I mean, it, it's too familiar. It's it's really okay. strange that, to just jump in so easily. Like when when the demo dropped, I was playing Thug Pro prior prior to it, you know, dropping. And the fact that I just could jump right into this game and it was so responsive, it was it's really yeah. scary. I found the same thing. I was surprised at how easy it was to just jump in and hold a combo. Um, but again, I think that the combos may be shortened by the um, the grind balance. Which again, I think that's a good thing, but uh, I could be wrong about that. I haven't seen Prezi do his 100 mil yet, so I don't know for sure. Remember, the grind... not full stats either. Right. Ah, uh, true, true. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. That's going to change things quite a bit. I know I've I struggled a little bit with the feel, but a lot of that's probably just the the stats. Yeah, I mean, if you if Andy was streaming earlier, Andy THPS, he was streaming earlier, and he pointed out several times about the stats, which made me feel like because I think in the pro video that we saw, he did a clip on. I don't remember which on the tail end of that one, um, whatever it was, it was a live stream or something. If I'm not not mistaken, um, that they had. But anyway, his seemed like probably full stats, if I was gonna guess. 
So let's let's go into that. How do you how's the speed? So you know one of the things uh, a lot of people talk about the speed of Thug Pro specifically feels almost slow by way of comparison to Tony Hawk Four, and I can confirm that that to be probably true, uh, just from some creative parks that you can't make gaps on and things like that. How do you guys feel the speed is on this? Does it feel fast enough? I think if once Tony Hawk gets going with Max stats, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be fast. I, I don't think we have to worry yeah, if speed is one. your your objective. Right. Yeah, he, he's a pretty slow guy stats wise, so <laughs> I think I think in terms of Tony, I think they chose poorly. I wish they would have done like the other demos where you have like two options, like a vert skater and a street skater. Definitely think that the speed will be upped majorly when we're able to get max stats. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, just how high we can get with Wally plants and and wall plants at full max stats. It feels scaled correctly. I mean, I know we don't have max stats right now, but as far as ollie into certain objects and air in certain things, yeah, just... Feels like they did it right, I guess. It feels. I, I agree. It feels right. I, I'm really curious to see how it's going to feel with full stats, as everybody's been saying here. I agree with with everything that's been said. I, it feels faster than I thought it would, to be completely honest. Um, mm-hmm. Even with a lower stats skater, I it, I'm like, wow, this is pretty fast already. So full stats is gonna, I think, really hit that sweet spot. Uh, can we just sorry? Yeah. Can we rewind quickly to just on stringing combos together? Sure. Um, I don't think we touched on the um, like being able to change your grind while you're grinding something. So if you're on that again, if you're on that back quarter pipe and you want to grind the whole thing, it, it feels like, and I could be wrong, that you can change your grind like all throughout that grind without it penalizing your balance. I don't know how how you guys have found it. You actually bring up a good point. Um, I haven't tried it really. Um, yeah, I haven't tried it either. Okay, the it same. Does, it does not seem like it does penalize you. Yeah, I found yeah, the same no, with the. Right. No penalty. I think it's the same for the manuals as well, which I I think it's like been a little pet peeve of mine, but because um, I don't think you should be penalized for like adding extra combos within your within the single manual. So I think now they they might have fixed that so you can change your manual trick throughout and it's not penalizing you. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like they, they've changed that, which I think is good. Should we talk a little bit about um, physics, Freddy? Yeah, how does... Uh... How's, what is everybody's first impressions of the physics and on your first single session? Um, I think it feels pretty good. I mean, I don't feel like I'm too floaty, like in compared to Thaw, and I don't feel like I'm, you know, a dead weight compared to you know Proving Ground or Project Eight. I think it's kind of a, a good median. 
I um, I think it feels really good as well. I talked about the floatiness earlier. That was one of the bigger complaints about the Robomoto titles, and I certainly don't want to turn this into a Robomoto <laughs> slam session. I, that's not the intent here at all. Um, because one and two, if you truly go back and play those, those feel actually very floaty themselves as well. Um, but this feels much more grounded. Um, and obviously it's a Tony Hawk game. So if we're talking about realistic physics, <laughs> I don't think this is the right game to play, right? I mean, you know, gravity uh, isn't quite the thing that you think it would be. I mean, just what he did right there, that's probably not possible in real life. Um, but for a Tony Hawk game, yeah, I think it's really good. One thing I wanted to point out that I don't think we really touched on is just how efficient the quick turn maneuver is in this game. It's really, really snappy and can be used in a lot of situations. And they didn't even have to add that. They just did. And it was just so great. I don't know who made that decision, but she gave him a raise. It's <laughs> like, a promotion. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys think about the bails? So we got this kind of uh, uh, when you when you bail, you've got this reanimation matrix kind of thing going on there. Does that bug you guys? You feel like the the bail uh, animation is okay, and the amount of time it takes you to recover does that feel right? Let's talk about that a little bit. Eh, sometimes it kind of feels. I don't know if you want to call it laggy or buggy, but when you when it first respawns, you sometimes you. It's not even a waiting period. You can kind of control the skater, but you can't ollie for like a split second. I mean, the faster I get up, the better. Um, I mean, there are bales in Thug Pro that take, you know, five seconds, and then sometimes it glitches, and you oh. can't even match to get up yes. faster. So. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about, George, for sure. Yeah, I, I really like it because – as George said, you can get up quicker, which will be interesting for King of the Hill. Um, sometimes in Koth, if you get slapped, it takes you five seconds to get back up. But in this case, it's pretty quick, so that should make things interesting. It's yeah. true. Yeah. You'll never get upset over a time bail again if everybody's on the same thing. Uh... That's for sure. It's going to be interesting to see how they balance it out for King of the Hill because, um, say, you have, like on Thug Pro, a group of people all together bailing on top of each other, all trading the crown. Maybe they could add like a two-second buffer where you can't get the crown while you're digitized or something like that. Right. Just so or everybody you knows. It, you can't get it back real fast, yeah. Right. I'm just going to give this caveat. King of the Hill has not been confirmed as a gameplay mode, so... <laughs> I just want to make that clear. <laughs> there, well, that there's been zero, zero to talk about online, to be honest, so... Yeah. So... Uh, anyway, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. I, I heard this. Here's another speculative piece from me. I heard that they intentionally did the uh, reanimation um, uh, after the bail for the demo to intentionally look like it does because it's meant to be like this is just a, a play thing. Um, and it's going to look different in the in the regular game. Again, I can't confirm or deny that but that's that's rumored and man i'm so sorry for the quality everybody my computer's really chugging now i might even just go back to this for a bit and see if it clears up 
so touching on the on the subject of bales, um, on the other end of the spectrum, um, is there a perfect landing in this game? Yeah, there is. It gives yeah. you a thousand points. Does that happen each time you land, even if you haven't finished a combo? Yes, I, I just got it now. Ah, interesting. I didn't wasn't even like notice. Yeah. I yeah, didn't I even notice there was that. perfect landing. That's so funny. Because it was Cause brought... Feel like... Go ahead. Yeah, because if you're like bouncing around, like I was trying to you know, get a high score and I was bouncing around, I noticed I kept getting um, the perfect balance bonus. Which I think I think that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't mind that. That's been in them since what? The second one, right? Yeah, but the second one, I think it was just at the very end. Yeah, and to add to that, yeah, did like an enormous multiplier on your whole combo. It wasn't just like a small yeah. point bonus. It, yeah, that's it right. Basically, it basically into it like if you don't land perfect, you screw yourself out of tons and tons of points. Yeah, high, uh, like the higher scores had to land perfectly, or else they were, they're not going to be higher scores. I think I remember watching Perplex's hangar video, and it was make or break whether he landed perfectly or not. Yeah, wow. Uh, it it doesn't seem like there's a penalty for sloppy landing, which was a thing. That's what Crowd was saying in the chat, and I had forgotten about that too. Ah, uh, yeah. Is there not? I thought there was. Is there? See, it's weird because before, like, if you did sloppy landing, it was like, you know, it would make a noise and it would kind of shake the screen a little bit and probably thug too, I guess. And it'd say sloppy landing in, in this one. I mean, do you just bail if it's a sloppy landing? No, it's, it's there. It's a minus 500 point deduction. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's really hard to, though, because you can land, like, pretty much on any of this game. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier with some of this stuff. Huh. Yeah, I've definitely seen it, though. So, yeah, I guess that's based on the, the direction your board lands. But I think sometimes you're going to want to land it to the angle as much as possible to, you know, maybe do a transfer or something. So I'm not sure that's ideal that you get penalized for that in all scenarios. Right. Huh. My quality's cleared up a little bit. Hopefully that's a little bit better. All right. Is there any other thing we're gonna we're gonna get into some kind of overall uh, big picture topics as we're as we're kind of getting to the end of things here? Is there anything that we haven't hit gameplay wise or mechanics wise that you guys want to touch on? Um, anything that you've experienced or that you want to no mention or something's missing or anything like that that we haven't okay. talked about? The biggest thing that's missing that I hate the most about this <laughs> is that they included the manuals. Like the special manuals, like handstand and trucks, truck spin and stuff like that, but they don't have. You can't spin them. Like why? Why uh, yeah. put that in the game? But you can't spin the damn trick. Because that's so, going to limit that's like awesome. spin outs and stuff, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and it just doesn't look nice. Like spinning, spinning a manual is just nice in general. You don't have to do a, a spin out, but the fact that you just don't have the access to that. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. I wonder if they've they've done that to try and remove the spin out. Like I agree you should be able to spin your manuals, but I wonder if the, the reasoning is just to try and remove the, the spin out. Yeah. Who knows? Huh. That would be very rude, um, 
Rude. <laughs> um, oh. If you wall ride into a corner in the old one and two, you get like launched up high. It, it just uh, stops you in this game. The wall ride bounce. Is that... Yeah. I mean... Even even if it just continued your your wall right around the corner, it would be it would be kind of cool. But I mean, you just you just hit the wall. Yeah, I think you can see that in some of the later games where it does that kind of curves. Yeah, if you play Chicago, the the not the not Chicago, yeah. um, the competition Chicago from from one in American Wasteland, or I guess you can play it in Duck Pro. The walls are all curved. Andy, Andy specifically like made that level. So, if you wall did a wall ride around the corner, you just continue your wall ride. So, do you like the stop better, or do you miss the ability to continue the wall ride around the corner? Continuing the wall ride would be ideal. Okay. I don't know I if I'm... any of you guys um, have noticed sensitivity as far as doing tricks by accident but um i always have ss fs 540 is down up flip and i've been doing them a lot on flatland um i know there's a couple other people in the community on thug pro earlier that had the same issue like i'm i don't know if i'm coming out of a manual like maybe spamming the down up from the manual and ollieing quick and it's like buffering a special as soon as i come out of the manual no, no, you're so entirely you right. Noticed that I think too. It was a sensitivity issue. I had that issue earlier. Yeah, you did too. Yeah, like I was just doing flat ground, like kickflip, backflips back out of nowhere, just out of my manuals. So, is it almost too responsive? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Um, for sure. Like I, I can't even use a down up or up down special because I'm, I'm doing them. You know, especially when you're in a combo, you know, maybe a hundred tricks in and you're doing fast manual, fast flip trick. I'm, you know, all of a sudden I'm doing a down up special where I, I never do that on Thug Pro, which not to compare them by any means, but it's, it's definitely very, very sensitive. Hmm. I what wonder if you think about the, um, go, go ahead, ahead. Freddie. No, I was just going to say. Uh, I wonder if that has to, if that has anything to do with just the 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 inputs, how the game is reading the inputs on the controller, if it's based on the controller, if it's just that's the way it is. Um, what are your thoughts about the lack of certain combo saving mechanics like spacewalk and wall push? Mm. I definitely have noticed both so far. I've yeah, noticed I'm not in, but I don't think it's like a make or break. Yeah, I'm really sad the wall push isn't in. Uh, I love doing the wall push. <laughs> Spacewalk <laughs> was really a combo saver in some of the earlier games. I mean, really, I think. I didn't use it a whole lot, but I know that that's a pretty big factor for a lot of folks. But Spacewalk wasn't in um, Pro Skater 4, though. That didn't come till Underground. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, definitely wall pushes, wall pushes, too. Right. Yeah, I definitely found when I was trying to get some high scores that um, once you get stuck, kind of slowed down, you can't really recover from it. You just have to bounce around till you find a rail nearby. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I, I'm not sure, but uh, it's definitely different. One of the other things that I found that I like is when you stop 
it stops quickly now as opposed to in some of the robo stuff it like took forever and it's like pinpoint precise how you can turn your skater you know you're able to turn so quick to where it's it's a situation where you know you you can't before it would just kind of throw you wherever it kind of wanted to and this is so much more precise and it feels so much better kind of from the stop that's uh, precise skater control Yes. Where you can you can move one inch or two inches, whereas in the Robomoto games, you would be forced to move like four feet ahead of you before you stop. Yeah. I, I also want to mention the bug that we we figured out earlier on the stream when the demo came out was that your mid combo you can change your tricks like to anything you want, and. Like, if you depreciated all of your kickflip, you know, it's down to, like, maybe 10 points, and you change that to a backfoot kickflip, would that bring back to your points to, like, normal kickflip amount? Is there exploits in that? You know, changing your special moves, mid-combo, stuff like that. It's kind of weird that that was included where all the other games kind of gray that out while you're mid-run. Yeah. That's that's a pretty big one. <laughs> I definitely think that's a big one that that uh, needs that that should be uh, looked into. <clears throat> um, hmm. How do you guys feel about um, there not being a penalty, or, or even like you know the game does not punish you for just using the same trick as far as you you will continue to just gain one multiplier for every single time you use a move, no matter how many times you use it. It doesn't do, like, the point .5 thing anymore? It does not. That, um, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is very... Yeah, that's simple. definitely asking for it to be abused. I, I wonder if that's, an, if that's an attempt to offset some of the penalties that you don't see in some of the other games. I don't know. But yeah, it seems like you remember too it should degrade. That's something that wasn't implemented to Underground 2 as well. So maybe... Hmm. I don't know. I feel like it should degrade for sure. Yeah, the multi. <clears throat> Alright. Yeah, that was one of my first concerns when the um, Andy gameplay of this 25 million came out. I noticed that there was, there was no decimal. Mm. So I was kind of worried about it. Was it Thug 2 when we started seeing decimals? Yeah, there definitely, there was no um, no multiplier cut off on Underground 1 for sure. Huh. <laughs> Freddy. Hmm. Love that airwalk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get some uh, overall impressions on this whole thing as uh, we've spent some time here. Um, so overall, did they nail it? I mean, that's just kind of the general question. I, I don't know what everybody's expectations were coming into this. I kind of know what mine were, but did they nail it? Yeah, it's better than I thought it was going to be. And nice. I had high expectations. So. Yeah, it, it's crazy how how good this game is. Um, but it does beg the question if it's a Ghostgator 1 and 2 remake, where we had that discussion earlier regarding you know George's concerns. Um, as a Tony Hawk game, yeah, it nails it. But as a remake, it's kind of a middleman between a complete remake and a wannabe Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster. 
I think the fact that, that we all kind of said that we jumped right in and felt at home or comfortable playing it kind of speaks volumes for how well they did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say for me, I came in cautiously optimistic just based on who I knew the developer was and just seeing all of the, you know, all the hype surrounding it and the gameplay and everything else. Um, it's exceeded my expectations. It's it's actually better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and there's nothing that, that I've seen or, or experienced gameplay-wise that is enough of a annoyance or concern to me to where I feel like I can't adapt to it and really enjoy the game. Definitely, you know, going into it, didn't have very high expectations. Um, kind of wonder, do you really want to drop $50 for a demo? But uh, in the end, I was very, very satisfied with the precise control of the gameplay, and, uh, the responsiveness of the gameplay, and um, all of the nuances that they've taken to, into account for us, the hardcore community. I can see why it's being... Uh, received well by the casual community. That's a good point. Mike, George, what do you guys think? Did they nail it? Um, I guess for me it's hard to know without playing the full game, but from what I've seen, I think they've made some really good decisions actually, which I'm, I guess, a little bit <laughs> surprised at the... <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely exceeded my expectations so far. So, yeah, I th- again, they've made some really good decisions, I think. So, um, yeah, I guess in that regard, they've nailed it. But, yeah, the jury's out on, I guess, the full full game. Full experience, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it it's about where I want it, I think, you know. It could be, you know, a one-to-one copy of a Tony Hawk game that already exists, and some of us might be happier, but, you know, for what we're getting, that's, you know, this is a nice new start, and hopefully a nice new start, and we'll have, you know, some more games down the road. I think it's important to note, too, that I would presume that this version, this demo, is there will still be some tweaks done before the final release. I mean, obviously, they're not going to overhaul this thing at this point. You know, it's, it's three weeks until launch. But I still think there's still some time for some little tweaks. And I feel like they're paying attention. They're watching. They're listening. And so, you know, some of the feedback and comments that, you know, that we're making and we're presenting, are, you know, we could see some adjustments, hopefully, uh, in time for launch. So. Whoa. that's the top of the list (laughs) if vicarious visions is is listening please for the love of all that is holy give us a toggle for the (laughs) woohoos So I just like the other little subtle one no one say he just goes ha ha Just uh, real quick opinions. What, how do you think this demo compares to the NeverSoft's PS2 titles, 3 through Thaw? And like Mike said, I think I have to play the full game before comparing anything like that. But 
they did a pretty good job so far. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's tough to compare them to Neversoft. I, th I need goals. Go ahead. I need some goals. You need some goals? <laughs> the speedrunner in you needs some goals to formulate a good opinion. <clears throat> so, just quickly, is it true that a lot of the code in the game is, is based on what Neversoft have done previously? Uh, I think they, the wording they used was that they had access to Neversoft's handling code. Okay. What yeah. that means up in the air, but that it implies that there's access to actual Neversoft code, plus the Neversoft employees that work there. Yeah, I wonder how much actual Neversoft code is in the code base. That would be interesting to know. Well, well it sounded like, according to TNT on Reddit, it sounded like there was still some like QB stuff in there. Mm. Um, so maybe, maybe more than we know. I'm not sure. It is using a different engine for sure because the Neversoft engine, especially later, was a really customized, highly tweaked version of, I can't remember, something. Uh, so this is Unreal 4, I believe. Um, so so there's that, but yeah, it's hard to know for sure. Right. Uh, for me, in regards to, I always wondered, I always had this thought in my head, how could you come to the table now with a new title and this isn't a new title, obviously, it's a remake, but even a, even a new entry into the series at all, how could you come here and make everybody happy? How could you make the purists happy? How could you make the hardcore people happy? How could you find that balance? And I, I always thought you'd never be able to accomplish that just because there's so many different ways that people play the series now. And um, so in my review for the comparison, I think they found a nice balance so it feels like some of the, you know, stuff that we love about a lot of the Neversoft stuff. But, you know, I think there's enough here that you can sink your teeth into. So It, it was either that or they put career mode in Thug Pro. So this is what you get. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about how it compares to, say, the Neversoft next-gen titles? And I don't know if all of you guys have played those, but let's take it from, like, Proving Ground and... Uh, Project 8. How does it compare to those? <laughs> it's, it's been a minute since I've played those, um, but um, I definitely feel like this feel over that 100%. Yeah, I, don't think I had only played Project probably. 8, and it's definitely been years as well, but I feel like this is definitely more responsive and crisp that's the right word like if like when you do something it happens yeah yeah tyler mentioned earlier that project dating proving ground had a very weighted feel to your skater and i would agree with that uh, this feels more light more crisp as guy said and more responsive than those games Oh, if we could go back and redo our mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think this feels like a, like I said a minute ago. It feels like a sweet spot to me. Um, I didn't hate. 
Project 8 or Proving Ground? I mean, I didn't love all of it. The regular gameplay was fine. I didn't like the nail of the mechanics, but that's a whole other conversation. But for regular mechanics and gameplay, I did enjoy both of those titles. But, uh, yeah, this feels a little more like a sweet spot, for lack of a better term. And finally, how would you grade this demo gameplay against Robomoto's titles HD and 5? How do you give a grade Harrison. lower than F? <laughs> I don't think there's any comparison. I don't either. That's what I was going to just say. I, it's night and day to me. Um, this is a joy to play, not a chore to play, which 5 and HD felt like a chore to play. Um, not fun or enjoyable, just frustrating. And this is definitely not that. And we didn't have to make a petition for the PC release. Yeah, amen. Uh, so does this demo give you guys hope that the full release is going to be solid? Yeah, it's definitely encouraging. Nice. Yep, I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if the gameplay is this good in Warehouse, you know, how? what can we pull off in the other levels, you know? 100% for me, too. Um, there's... My cautious optimism <laughs> has turned into full optimism. I think this is going to be solid. And to be able to play School 2, for example, play some of the levels that have never been remade is going to be fun. Uh, Bullring and Chopper Drop, not Chopper <laughs> Drop. <laughs> and I think Chopper <laughs> Drop is fun, too much fun for much. But uh, Skate Heaven will be interesting to see their take on that. Uh, like yeah. on streets, Heaven. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's really going to be enjoyable. And you know what, too, on top of having challenges now, whatever's going to be in there, and you can already see that we gain, there's a level rank system, you know, on top of gaining money like you did on Pro Skater 2. So, yeah, I think they definitely gave this game some good replay value and stuff to keep us busy for a bit. I actually, yeah. I think, <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say, I think this is this question is actually a repeat. <laughs> I didn't catch that until just now. Uh, well, let's wrap up our conversation, and we'll see if anybody in chat might have a couple of questions or comments that uh, we can uh, talk about. But um, uh, if you guys were to rate this on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your rank? 7. Uh, I would give it an eight. I think. I think. Um, yeah, it seems like they've they've uh, done a good job. Yeah, I'd give it an eight. Yeah, I'd give it a solid eight as well, for sure. Yeah, pending uh, the see how the full game is, I'd give it an eight point five slash ten. Uh, I'm about at a at a seven 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 point five. I'm gonna. I'd all. I'd go. I'd even go just a little bit higher. I'll go eight and a half. Eight. Eight point five. As Woo-hoo! 
Yeah. <laughs> I was very, uh, I was very, uh, yeah. <laughs> it exceeded my expectations, like I said earlier. That's the easiest way to say it, so. Yeah, I think for me, there's just a feeling of quality about it. The, yeah, they've, uh, they've, what is it, crossed their T's and dotted their I's for the most part. So, and yeah. to, th- to think, dude, we haven't seen anything about Creative Park yet. Oh, don't even get me started there. <laughs> I think that's going to uh, – you guys know me. I mean, I'm the Creative Park guy. I mean, I really think that that could take, you know, some of these – these levels are not huge. None of them are, and we all know that. And to be able to have Creative Park, if it's really awesome, it's going to extend the life of the game. And then, of course, who knows what DLC looks like. So we'll see and where that goes. I think it was um, Slim that had mentioned – in the, um, the Discord that I hadn't tried it on, I think it was Pro Skater 5, but I guess you could like implement Create a Park on already, like maps that you already Oh, okay, so similar to what they did in Proving Ground, where they had the rigger uh, skater, where you could actually drop objects into the regular levels to change up the lines and whatever uh, Alright it was, it was kind of different from that, but um it, but like the actual like level layout was very similar. You, like you could pull up warehouse or school three, and it would. Oh, you're talking about five. Basically. Sorry, yeah, I missed. Yeah. The, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember in five exactly. Hmm. All right. So uh, Twitch chat. Do you guys have anything? Any points that you guys want to bring up as we wind this thing down um, on our panel discussion for the warehouse demo? Any any thoughts, comments, anything else? Uh, we've tried to c- c- call some things out as we've gone, but I want to give everybody a chance. You got any questions for our esteemed panel of guests, sir? All right, that's pretty quiet. <laughs> All right, hey, I want to thank uh, I I want to thank Mike, and I want to thank Tyler, and I want to thank Guy, and I want to thank George. Thank you guys for uh, coming in and doing this and uh, analyzing this with us. I think uh, it was really good to be able to express this. I think we all came at it from a little bit different perspective, and so we really appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Really appreciate it. Yeah, same here, man. Thanks for having me. That's fun. Bit of a blast. <laughs> all right. Hey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna yeah. All we're gonna do now is we're just gonna introduce our next guest. Uh, you guys are welcome to stay on the call if you want, as usual, or if you want to drop off, that's fine too. Okay. So with that, let's uh, talk about our next episode. So coming up. On the weekend of August 29th through 30th, for episode 36, we got him early. Andy THPS is going to be joining us for part one of a two-part broadcast. So he really needs no introduction, but Andy is cited by many as one of the greatest Tony Hawk's Pro Skater players of all time. Andy is well known as one of the earliest players to be exceptional at the game. He was recognized for his skill by Neversoft and then invited to Tesla series and later was hired by the studio to be part of the development team. He became a level designer in later titles, putting his touch on East LA High School and parts of Washington, D.C. Uh, that's just to name a few. There's many others he worked on. He worked on several of the Guitar Hero games um, and was with Neversoft all the way through with them merging with Infinity Ward. Uh, he would then go on to uh, 
help work on uh, an indie skateboarding game at Epic Skater 1 and then Epic Skater 2. Fast forward to modern day, he started as a consultant for Vicarious Visions on the new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 title, and he's now a full-time member of their team. And he also has a super successful channel on Twitch where he plays the drums and plays Stug Pro as well as other Tony Hawk t titles. Uh, he was streaming today, 1 plus 2, for the first time. So we will have an exact date and time announced shortly. We're just still syncing up schedules. But uh, keep your eye on the Discord and Twitter for specifics. Stoked to welcome Andy THPS to the podcast ahead of episode 69. We got him early. Freddie, stoked to have uh, Andy coming up. You said it. We we got him early, and it's going to be so exciting to have Andy on just days before the, the launch of the big game, and then we'll be able to talk to him again with part two following the game release. So yep. this is going to be a big a big one for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I've known Andy for many many years, and uh, he's uh, he's he's really an awesome person, and uh, I know he's going to have some great stories for us. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So, everybody, thank you so much for taking some time. Man, we sure appreciate your support to be with us. So, let's go ahead and uh, conclude with that. 